Welcome, dear readers, to Cover My Ass, where baffling books are reviewed, but not read by yours truly. My name is Kaki. And I'm Kay. And remember, we only judge a book by its cover. And we find ourselves once more amid the towering stacks of your library with the tiny skittering claws of, of, of the Velibraptors clattering overhead. It seems to be more than there was before. Are they just more visible? or So when we were occupying the visitor centre, and I'm just catching the readers up on the uh, unnecessary lore for this literary review podcast, but when we occupied the visitor centre, I, I got a fairly decent head count because then they were all wearing different costumes. Yes. So I think you're right. I think there's more of them than there were before. Okay. Well, might have been the new young or joining the herd or something like that they all seem to be the same size i i don't quite understand it yet Yeah, but, but it's also yeah. the same thing with pigeons you never see baby pigeons don't you uh, have you ever seen a baby pigeon well no okay well, there you so, go uh, yeah no but i've never seen a baby rhinoceros i know that they have well, i know that they I have, have babies photos of baby rhinoceros they're smaller like tiny little armored tanks about dog sized i've seen pictures of baby herons though oh they're scary as fuck yeah so i've been dealing with another mystery oh so Do the tell. bear traps. Yes. Because There's it no is... There's no bears in the library. Well, uh, hello. Uh, her Majesty, the little librarianess, decided that uh, now is the time for her guest appearance. Yes, make a little wonder by. Um, you did previously mention uh, that bear season... Yes, last ran... until November. Yeah, yes. from the from the end of August. And and, and this was when way back when in episode 15, I believe, when I when I came across some of these yes. uh, some of these bear traps. You'd also mentioned that there weren't any salmon in the water cooler. Now, that one I've, I've been able to verify yes. so far, at least none that I've uh, that I've tasted. Well, you'd probably taste the roll, yeah. I think they don't fit through the spouts, and the delivery company has like issues with keeping them alive during transportation. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you yeah. don't bottle salmon. Tin them, but you don't bottle them. So what's up with the as the permanent occupant of mm-hmm. your uh, your bazaar and guest. library? Yeah, guest, guest. That's the euphemism. Yes. That's right. Um, and also as the as the as the new uh, junior librarian. Yeah. What should I like? How do I deal with bear season? It depends if it's a black bear or a grizzly bear. Right. Are they going to be black bears or grizzly bears? So, question one. Well, like if it's a black bear, then you just stomp your feet, make a lot of noise, and uh, yeah, they're kind of they're kind of honey bear, and they tend to go away. If there's a grizzly bear, there's a can of uh, anti bear spray around here somewhere. You might oh, wow. consider using that. It, it's it's made with very hot and spicy things, and it's ghost pepper spray. Yeah. So if you find any bear scat, then you can tell because like the. Uh, black bear stuff is like usually berries and uh, stuff like that, and the grizzly right. bear stuff tastes a lot like hot peppers. Tastes a lot like hot peppers. You say, "Well, I, I can, I can see what you're suggesting there," and I'm going to politely decline uh, uh, because I am a junior librarian and not a and not a biologist. So I will just leave that to the appropriate. Uh, speaking of scat, by the way, do you notice how clean the shelves are? Yes. Yeah. Have you toilets trained the Velociraptors? Uh, yes. Oh, wow. yes. Uh, I, I think that was that's fair. A facetious to... comment, but how did you manage that? Well, okay, so they're very, they're very sort of theatrical uh, uh, little creatures. Yes, and, we've noticed. And they've been really enjoying the uh, the essentially Velibraptor habit trail uh, that I've created for them up on the the network of ladders connecting the uh, the various shelves. And well, they've been hmm, they've been inconvenienced by the uh, accumulation of guano as well. Oh, okay. That's a very considerate entry notice, that. Like, seems to hint to a certain level of intelligence. I mean, okay, we already knew they were far more intelligent than they seemed to be, but yeah. Yeah. And so I, I sort of proposed, uh, through a, a personal demonstration, sorry about that, uh, to designate a particular area as the oh. uh, uh, latrine. Do I want to know where that area is? 
Oh, you'll know. Do we have to put up by warning signs like a biological hazard? Oh, I think it's I think it's completely self-evident. I don't right. think any kind which of which books are now become of... effectively inaccessible. Look, it's the 17th century Norwegian romances, so I don't think we're losing too okay. much. Okay, um, there's a few people who might get upset at that, but I don't think it's going to be a big issue. I figure that it's better to like concentrate the problem in in one location, and maybe we can have a chat with the with the with gnomes, gnomes about yes. yeah. Although they'll probably demand a pay increase if they have to deal with that. How? That's an interesting question as well. Because I mean, they just subtract money from your bank account now, yeah, don't so they? Yeah, so more money might start disappearing. Mm. You know, they like they direct debit me. So, you know, it's like I'll notice if like it starts, the numbers start going up. Something to worry about for an, uh, another yes. occasion. Right now, I think that the Velibraptor situation is dealt with. Okay. With a slight sacrifice that I think is entirely manageable, and we can hopefully improve on that. Try and, but the let's bears. try and focus on that. Yes. So am I likely to encounter a bear? Only once. Uh, no. <laughs> if, unless it's a black bear and I make a lot of noise yes. and, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I shoot him away uh-huh. with, uh, with one of the, the, the brooms. But how, how likely is a bear encounter to, to occur in, in your library? I can't say there have been that many. What's many? One? Any? Like, any well, is many to me. Yeah, okay. When so it comes to browsing libraries, I would be lying said it had never occurred. So, yes, it has occurred once, <laughs> okay, good. at least. I'm, there have been a few people gone missing. I'm not sure if that was due to bears or other... Uh, including Decimal Dewey. Oh, yes. Whose, whose remains I once found. Oh, did you know? Where was that? At the time, I, I didn't navigate very well. And I, oh, and so that's I, a shame. I never, I never encountered those bones again. Okay. Picked clean or rotted away, I don't know. But mm. he had a little pith helmet, so he was clearly it, an it explorer. Can be, it can be a long... It can be it take a long time for stuff to decay here and... Yeah. The, the humidity control is pretty good in the library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's neck required for the book. It's not too dry here, so mummification doesn't really occur. Oh, uh, because you have to like you have to keep it at that optimal point. If it's too dry, the books dry out. If it's too wet, then everything starts rotting, and yeah, you don't want that either. Yeah, so. you want to be in a sort of humidity Goldilocks zone. Exactly, and of course, as the library raptors who like are not beyond a little bit of uh, uh, carrion eating. Yeah, so, yeah. So there's uh, there's a lot of that. As the crows on. say, carrion regardless. Ah, uh, yes. C- keep calm and carry on. Yeah. <laughs> I I think those should can be attributed to uh, uh, Mr. Terry Pratchett. Is it? Yeah, I think so. So, speaking of dinosaurs, <laughs> I think that's very much uh, in theme <laughs> yes. with this week's book. Yes, it is. It is. Today's book is Brett Davis's Two Tiny Claws. I've been looking forward to this one for ah. so long. Because for the readers at home, if you look down at your podcasting device, you should, should be seeing the cover of today's book. And if not, you can check the show notes for an image and a link. Wow, it's been a while since I remembered to say yes. that. Yes, yeah. at the beginning. And I think you really, really want to look at this one because it is fantastic. So it says Brett Davis at the top and then two tiny claws. And then there's a, there's a Tyrannosaurus Rex, uh, with a little saddle on it. And on the saddle is a cowboy. And the tagline is old fossils never die. Yep. And this is great. This is already my favorite book. I just, I just love this. I had my Velibraptor bestie uh, at my side while I was uh, while I was reading the book in yeah. preparation. And they weren't and particularly uh, troubled by this book because, like, uh, we, don't, we wouldn't want a Jurassic Park uh, scenario repetition. Ah, no, I think we've established that they're uh, that they're ire toward Jurassic Park. The DNA was, boy, yes, the, 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 yes, the the DNA demon that was uh, that was living inside it, and not the depiction of dinosaurs. Okay. They were quite enthusiastic. Good. A little bit intimidated by the size of uh, this T Rex in relation. Well, they don't know that. In relation to, to the to the human, maybe the human's very small. That's also a possibility. Yes, that's something that I definitely entertained. So I'm uh, I haven't completed it yet, unfortunately, in time for the episode. But I I was trying to make it like a little a little doll for for oh. for Guinevere to uh, to ride around with. Oh, that's so she can have her own uh, have a little stomping about and yeah, uh, doing exactly her, uh, doing her little uh, T Rex impersonation. She would be a tiny 
Tyrannosaurus Rex, in fact. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we've, I've been calling them Velociraptors. We don't know the 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 official uh, Linnaeus. The Linnaeus name. Wasn't, wasn't around back then. Tinosaurus Rex. I love it. Yes, that's what it is. Even By the though- way, do you know why a T Rex can't clap his hands? No, because it's extinct. <laughs> Wow. We're going to have a lot of these this episode, I think. I've got to say, what I've seen of Tyrannosaur remains in, in, in museums, like they are great big hulking beast, a lot bigger than the one appears to be on this, on this cover. This like, one's like, you know, about like Taunton size, I would say. Taunton's a good, a good one. Yeah. A, a big, a big heckin' chonker of yeah. a, of a Taunton. I mean, okay, I've so... about horses that size in well, body volume. No, but he's a biped. Yeah, right, that's true. But you can't see his lower half on the uh, image. The shoulders would be at least head high on a man. Oh, like so. So, yeah. Oh, how do you normally indicate that? You know, how many hands high a horse is at the at the shoulder or right. the fetlocks or the withers or whatever Yeah, but called. very few horses are as tall as a person at the shoulders. I mean, it happens. Just a few... Well, you're also a very tall person. Well, that too, but yeah. Oh, Frisians are pretty pretty big. True. They grow them, uh, they grow and, them big up mules north. are... In, Incredibly huge. Are they? Yes. I was uh, sorry, not mules. The other ones. Uh, yeah, mules. There's uh, a donkey mother, horse dad, yeah. and there's horse mother and a donkey dad, and yeah. they produce different types of animals. Right. It's the big ones that they use for hauling trees out of the forest. Oh yeah. And yeah, they're fun. they're they're enormous because they've got like horse strength and 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 donkey uh, amenability. Uh, I was going to say tenacity. Well, that yeah. too. But they've got a they've got a casual attitude. Being as like stubborn as a mule is another expression that you hear often. Well, that actually. Maybe this is a, a, a hybrid as well on the cover here. Oh, yes. Between a, between a regular, like, T-Rex. Okay, we're dealing with a world in which the, the great plains of North America have wild, yeah. roaming herds of dinosaurs. Yes. It is cowboy culture with dinosaurs. Such a good concept that the, uh, when the, when the, when the European invaders arrived to, uh, to settle America, they found, to their surprise, a pretty, Interesting ecosystem waiting yes. for them. That was a lot more well, prehistoric, but, yeah. uh, by by European standards. Yes, I mean the the, the natives living in harmony with uh, the with nature, using every part of the dinosaur. Uh, yes, as was demonstrated on the Brontho jump. The Bronto jump. Yes. So we know buffalo jumps as, as those cliff faces. Oh, right. Yeah. Where they ran them off, uh, where, where they ran the herd off the end of the cliff. Yeah. I've, I've done some research into this. Uh, um, and it's, it's absolutely fascinating how this used to be done in the pre-horse era because the, mm. uh, the first peoples of America, they didn't have horses until the Europeans arrived in the, in really? the 1700s. Yeah. Oh, I thought that horses were like native to uh, North America. Oh, no, they are not. Those, uh, periods like dogs were the more common companion. And, okay. uh, a, a, a lot of native peoples refer to the, the pre-1700s as the dog days oh, okay. of their civilization because all their practices were different. I had no idea that was a... Uh, I, th- I assume they had ponies or something else nope. or something like that. It's, it's, a, a, it's a European... European it's, a, it's an invasive species, wow. more or less. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the horses then later went feral, uh, mm. as they were, hence uh, becoming Mustangs, yes. Mustanga, uh, sort of... I believe that's Spanish for feral? Ooh, not entirely sure. Sounds plausible. I mean, even today, all horses are domestic mm. uh, because the wild horses are largely extinct, except for the conics, I think. We have some herds of conic... Uh, Conic part, uh, yeah, yeah, they're artificially wild, reconstituted yes. from uh, uh, older stock. But yes, so in the in the in the dog days, they wouldn't have uh, like a cavalry to drive the uh, a very aggressive buffalo in in the direction that they wanted to uh, to send mm-hmm. them. I mean, they'd obviously use dogs, but they'd also use costumes. There is some some indication that there was a was a role among some tribes, people who would dress as uh, as wolves or coyotes ah, with uh, with pelts, early furries, uh, kind of. 
uh, and then also like imitate their 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 body language as well, and like try to imitate wolves chasing them, so that so that the, the the buffalo would be like, oh shit, wolves, and yes. then try to uh, and then run off and hopefully jump off the cliff. The uh, the flight instinct, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think Mr. Davis was aware of this because he's clearly got everybody riding around the dinosaurs, which are uh, yeah, I like that because of, if they if they existed like that and they were so domesticable, then of course the native peoples would have already yeah, done that exactly. And then it's only after the Europeans started moving and that they started copying that and went like, well, yeah, we can do that with a horse, but, you know, we can also ride one of those cool critters. Yeah. And apparently it's way it works, cooler it than works a horse. really well, like having a, like a saddle on a, uh, on a, a smaller t- uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex. I guess, I mean, they were probably bred to be the, the optimal size for uh, riding yeah. and herding. I do have some reservations for the... <laughs> not, oh, no, no, no. Uh, because the problem that I see here is that the Tyrannosaurus Rex... Yes is a carnivore, which is not a convenient uh, riding animal. Because it competes with you from food. True. Like the, the, I guess the, dog, but dogs having dogs as companions has the same problem. They're also carnivores. Well, they'll, they eat scraps. But I yes, guess they, and they're smaller. Yeah. So they don't eat as much. Whereas here we have a, a giant riding animal. True. Like a, a horse is great because it just grazes stuff. I mean, they're, they're good for herding purposes because the stegosaurus and the triceratops are afraid of the fucker. So they'll just go like, oh shit, there's one of them. And they'll go like... That is definitely worth the the investment. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're right there. And of course... The triceratops herds are the desirable ones, but the stegosauruses also have their benefits. I mean, there's we're qu- getting ahead of ourselves here. Uh, let's I, I, let's clue the uh, yes. Let's read the synopsis here. Oh, please do. Old fossils never die. Aging bronto herder Blaze Maverick rides into town decades after everybody thought he'd perished in the Great Northern Stampede, and old feuds flare up in the sleepy western town of Butthole, Montana. Sorry, Buttle. Buttle, Montana. Yes, yes. not Butthole. <laughs> That's that's repeated several times. So apologies if I if I say the word. And now that I say that, I do wonder, and I have to Google very quickly whether Butthole Montana actually exists. exists. <laughs> and let me just before we continue the episode. <laughs> and no, I think that's a no. Good. No. Okay. Good. Yes. So ha ha ha. What a funny place name. It probably Butthole I mean, Montana. Buttle yeah. is is it's a fine as a, as a as a place name. We have weird place names all over. Oh. Certainly in the Americas. I mean, I know those very well. Well, a lot of the weird place names are either named after things going on happening there, or were just like copied badly from European names. Yeah, true. Like York, the, New York. Yeah. Well, I was thinking like stuff like the Grand Tetons. Oh, that's the big boobies. Oh, in yes. Spanish. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. that's a normal thing for mountains to be called. I was to say there's yeah. like it's like oh this one's kind of round and that one's kind of round too oh let's call them boobs like, you know <laughs> yeah. infantile humor through the ages i visited intercourse pennsylvania oh wasn't uh, there a song about that sounds oh, like a bawdy one you had a song about this uh, me no well, not oh you. no uh, yes uh, i know what you're talking about uh, entering marion that's the one yes uh, a john forster song that was popularized by our our very good friend cosmic ah yes yes cosmic that's okay uh, his his rendition is is just sensational but yeah that that uh, that has fun with the uh, new england play names. Someone had a lot of fun entering Marion, and then he was entering Beverly. And then <laughs> yeah, but he ended up entering Marion again, I believe, in the end. And he found that he's the Marion kind. Gotta bring a song like that to a good climax. But such is not the case for Blaze Maverick. Maverick. Like, he is a he is a loner, even before the uh, calamity that that took so many of the lives of the young men of, uh, of Buttle, Montana. Yes, the, the great northern stampede of the uh, Triceratops herds. Yeah. It was a uh, big, uh, big thing about 20 years ago, I think. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I want to say it decimated, but no, it, I think it, that's it got, accurate. It got, I think it got more than one in ten of the population, more like half of the uh, able-bodied uh, men population uh, perished in that. Yeah, when uh, two competing driving teams set off a massive stampede, which uh, a lot of people unfortunately perished yeah. in that. 
trundle through the town, uh, and some of the uh, some of the young men, including Blaze Maverick, uh, uh, valiantly tried to uh, uh, guide the herd away from some from like the school yeah. and the church, saving them. But in the meantime, they were, were they were carried off in the dust. Like the scars are still felt, and there's there's still a mural in the in the town hall depicting memorial, the. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was a, a there's very a stampy day in which they uh, start, yes, <laughs> which they all uh, confusingly dress up as dinosaurs. Why do you dress up as dinosaurs when you've got them like all around? I don't get that. If you're living in a cowboy town and you have to deal with dinosaurs every day, all day, then I don't know. I wouldn't like to like dress up as a dinosaur on my day off. It's just. <laughs> yeah. Well, no comment there. It's just. <laughs> you're, you're talking about kind of, kind of my thing. Oh, I'm sorry. So, I didn't know no, you dressed. I've never seen you. Well, actually, you did yeah. try to do that a bit for. That's, you know, that's that like was, we're trying to fit in, and like I guess these are you're not herding the the libraryptors for food, no, so no, this is a I'm, different thing. But at the at the same like now I'm 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 dressing up as a as a as a junior librarian. I've got my I've got my little tweed romper on. That's uh-huh. uh, still quite comfortable. Good. But so this snoozy sleepy town is suddenly reawakened by by the arrival of a a strange figure on the on the horizon. Yes, and this uh, riding his Tynosaurus Rex in town named Commissar. Commissar. Okay. Yes. Um, am I missing something? Commissar Rex. Com- oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, several of our 1980s-born uh, German readers will probably enjoy that little joke. Uh, a very narrow casting at a specific audience that no, I don't I even know if they Commissar know that Rex. this... You know, I, I like, Commissar I, Rex was a, was a television program, but I think it was a dog, uh, a police yes, dog who solved uh, crimes. I don't think I've actually watched any of it. No, same. I just it's know like, it, like, conceptually. I don't know that I've seen an episode of either Flipper or Skippy. I know one theme tune, but I don't know whether it's Flipper, Flipper, or Skipper, Skippy. Well, no, it wouldn't be Flipper, Flipper the Bush Kangaroo. Flipper. No. Oh, well, the, the Dolphin. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we know that one in Dutch. Good Lord. Oh, I wish that there was a, a movie version of Two Tiny Claws because can you imagine what the opening theme tune would be like? Like that song oh. must be so good. The ballad of the dinosaur. Can you so, imagine how much fun one would have with all those dinosaur puns? Yeah. I mean, I suppose they could get a lot of mileage out of that. Oh, I wonder if any of our readers at home are up to, up to the challenge. Let's find out later. But in the meantime, um, he uh, uh, he rides into into town, and people are leaning out of their uh, uh, shuttered windows, as the, uh, seeing as the, what this stranger is who is coming in. And he's not recognised at first because it's like well, one, everybody thinks he's dead, and yeah. two, uh, he's twenty years older than he used to be. And a lot of the people who would have recognised him are also dead twenty yeah, years. Yeah. yeah, but it's Blaze Maverick mm. who hitches uh, his. Tiny Saurus Rex Commissar at the post outside the saloon, uh, uh, and 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 waddles inside. I mean, when you have an animal that like that, you don't exactly like swagger after that. You you sort of penguin waddle. I suppose. Yes, I never really considered that. But yeah, so it's not as cool as the regular like bow legged uh, cowboy. That, I guess that's why they sit us so high up, so that the legs are more around the neck rather than around the flanks, because that's going to be like an. Awful yeah, you've got to kind of cinch them yeah. as well. Judging from the pictures, I, I guess a lot of the steering goes on by pushing against its arms because like there's no there's oh, no I bit see. there's no bit or bridle i mean there's a rope around its neck which is probably for like pulling and like stop now but i think i guess the impression is that you yeah. it, rather than using stirrups they put their uh, you nudge the, the little their arms feet against the shoulders and uh, they go like mm, this way that way yep uh, head cannon accepted. Uh-huh. So he walks into the saloon and orders himself a, a, a pint of steg, mm. which, like, it's not it's not really identified, but it's clearly a Stegosaurus product, and it's sort of right. golden and and yellow and astringent. So I think it's, let's not go there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, 
it could seems just be to be a brand. Yeah, one, let's let's hope. But that uh, seems yeah. to be the uh, uh, the local liquor. So yeah. bottoms up. Well, the whole pint of it is, seems a bit excessive. But yes, on the one hand, you have to water it down because otherwise the taste is too intense. Because you do say, want all the goodness. Are you sure it's not fermented and distilled? Ah, that's probably it. Uh-huh. But then a whole pint is still, especially if it's distilled, that would be like. I mean, it's definitely not a shot of whiskey that you'd be doing. Well, that's what's in the book. I don't know what to tell you, Kay. Yeah, you read it as well. I know. I, know. So I, we can just... I guess I glossed over that passage. <laughs> yes. and, uh, I mean, stegosauruses are tricky animals, you know. They, they've got a the thacomizer at the end. That's right. Yes. You told me about that once. How does ah. that go again? Because they're, they're the spiky, they're the yes. spiky animals. And yeah, right at the end, the they've got like something like five to seven spikes Spoils. sticking out of the back of their tail. And uh, it's called a thagomizer. Uh, and why is it called a thagomizer? It's called a thagomizer because of a Gary Larson cartoon. Oh. In which there is a bunch of cavemen sitting in front of a chart in which is like, depicted the uh, tail end of a, of a stegosaurus. Right. With, this, with the spiky bit sticking out. And there's another caveman standing there in front of it holding a stick and pointing at it. And you have to beware, most, most beware of the thagomizer named after the late Thag Simmons. <laughs> yes. Now... This was just a, a far side cartoon that he wrote. And yeah. then the, uh, I think it was a, um, custodian at the Smithsonian realized that they didn't actually have a name for that thing and started using it. And the rest of yeah. the scientific community just rolled with it. So it's now actually called the Thagomizer, <laughs> thanks to Larry Nars. <laughs> and, and thus the sacrifice of Thag Simmons is immortalized. Yeah. So you kind of have to like be care- careful if you want to milk a Stegosaurus. I guess they don't mm, lactate. Drain a steg. Yeah. Drain a steg. The... steg. Oh. Yeah, moving on. Moving on. Yes. So he's, he's served at the bar by Zane Desperado. Yeah. Uh, who who recognizes his uh, his childhood friend immediately? Uh, Zane Desperado, of course, having having once been a, a dino rustler himself, yeah. but, uh, um, he's got a trick leg now after the uh, the Great Northern Stampede, oh. um, and he and he's astonished to see a, a ghost from his past looking uh, a little worse for wear for yeah. uh, for twenty years of age. But please, what are you doing here? And he goes like I'm having a stag. Um, oh, you want a steak? I can get you a steak. Do you oh. want Stegosaurus steak or with it? Yeah, it it, it goes exactly, like that a lot. Yes. The typical Montanan accents are not kind to comprehension when the local lexicon has has so much confusion in it. Like the steak and steak are very close together, and this happens all the time. The steaks are pretty low. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Steaks are pretty low uh, because I mean, by the time uh-huh. that someone offers you like a tasty uh, Brontosaurus steak. Yes. Like that's that's not bad. Like I have one. Oh, as you mean, as opposed. I was to, thirsty, but I'll have a drink with it as well. Yeah, then. yeah. yeah fair enough. And as coming. opposed to the time when the Brontosaurus horde got into the marijuana field, and then the stakes were very high. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Talk about your tumbleweed. Yeah. So when he's sitting in the bar and he mentions his name, then uh, someone else in the bar who's sitting there at the end ears pick up. Oh it's, yeah. It's, it's one of the Pickett's family. In this case, Silas Pickett, who recognizes the name of their old family feud. Because the, 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 the Picketses, um, are the proprietors of the local potato mine. Yeah. One of the major economic centers of an area where, yeah, cattle ranching, of course, how most people subsist, but the major economic centers come from, uh, uh exploitation. So in this case, the, uh, uh the, the potato mining. And, and of course, the, 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 the ranchers have big issues with the potato miners because of all the effluent which gets dumped out of the mine. Naturally. Uh, and it poisons the water and it sours the herds and it's left in the middle whether or not this is bullshit or not but it's like definitely still enough to well the pickets certainly think that it, uh, oh, that it yeah, is yes. and they certainly like quell any dissent and uh, uh, the uh, long-suffering Sheriff Chan Kong Sang shows up who long has had to 
so you had to laugh and try to laugh and yawn at the same time, and that did not work for me. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I think I've got a cramp in my jaw now. Well, I think. For the readers at home, that was just a very fun face that Kay pulled there. <laughs> yes. But, yes, Sheriff Sheriff Chan Kong Sang, who uh, uh, who kept the peace previously between the uh, uh, the pickettses of the uh, potato mine yeah. and uh, uh, the Mavericks's. Uh, who ran the uh, cubic zirconia mine. Yeah. <laughs> this was a very well-written book. Yes. Uh, uh, he sees his, his old nightmares uh, 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 resurface that he has to keep these, these families at, at bay. Um, our, uh, our titula- oh, not our titular hero, but the hero of the book. He was like the, the, the kingpin in the, uh, uh, in, in the feud back in the day. Well, he was the, the favorite son. He was yes. set, to in, uh, set to inherit it. But uh, since then, his family has been uh, almost entirely uh, uh, Obliterated. Yes, having him disappear during the stampede was a uh, was very convenient. Yeah, for the very yeah. Yes, there's, there's some like catching up with his old friend and where have you been? Oh, here and there, and what you've been doing? Well, this and that. And uh, Silas runs off to uh, meet with his uh, with his brothers, uh, Brock and Flint, who rode into town and uh, like oh, like frantic talk. But Flint and uh, uh, and Brock. They're not inclined to put up with this interference and uh, to risk the reopening of the cubic zirconia mine. Yeah, I mean, they're going to, like, is he going to, like, claim his inheritance? What's his plan? Do not if we and... have anything to say exactly. about it, say, yeah. uh, say Flint and Brock, and they drag uh, uh, the, the much more timid Silas back to the uh, uh, the saloon, weapons slung low on their on their hips. Mm. And it's the, it's such a classic, like, this town ain't big enough for the both of us. And you yeah. see Sheriff Chan Kong Sang unholstering his weapon. And now, yes. boys, we'll have no trouble here. Yes, whilst the, uh, the, the barkeeper, Zane, and his wife are hurriedly remove the mirror yes. from the back of the... Uh, Peggy Lee. Oh, yes, Peggy. Good old Peggy. Yeah, Peggy Lee. Peggy Lee, me. sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Exactly. Uh, quickly, quickly try to remove the big mirror from the back of the bar and to, like, preserve not again. the case, like, not the mirror. <laughs> That's the that's the last inheritance that I have from my mother, Lobelia Lee. And it's going to be the heirloom that I pass down to my daughter, Hyacinth Lee. All right, it's the Lees. Or perhaps my... No, that's just mm. that's just girl's name. Or Hyacinth okay. Lee. Like, this is just Murgatroyd Lee. Do you okay. know how... I thought this would get more of a rise out I'm, of it. I, now, I'm, I'm, it's, it's going over my head, I'm afraid. Southern Belle names. And you have the oh. Annabelle Lee. And you have the uh, have Jamie Lee. And, oh, it, okay. it, and it's all these... I've like never, Lee as a weird... I've never noticed that. Women's yes. middle name. Maybe it's just because they, uh, they have poor grammar. What? Damn it, shit. How's it going again? Um, if on. it's going uh, to be abusive towards some of our southern not. No, American no, listeners. No, no, it's not. And they go like, okay, I, need, I really need that bat, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> could could be a little become a little family affectation at that point. I mean, back in the day, I thought that was my, the pet name of my then boyfriends. Like I had that badly. It's like, it's like, oh, that's cute. Uh, so uh, predictably, there's a there's a bit of a dust up. Chairs are flung. Uh, the pianola is crashed into. Yeah, uh, I don't know how he managed to throw a pianola. I mean, that's like. I mean, yeah. I, I, either Mr. Davis doesn't know what a pianola is, or I don't. But it's not something you generally see flying through the air in a barroom. No, roll. but I thought. I mean, it made for it made for cool imagery, it did. especially the little punch card roll rolling out from underneath the uh, the, the little swinging <laughs> yes. doors of the saloon. <laughs> again, a very cinematic description of the scene, but it's I, again. I want to see a movie of this. They can use the uh, Jurassic Park models, I suppose. Yeah, like ninety percent of the work's already done. You just have to reanimate it. Although I guess riding the dinosaurs might be. Oh, there is some of that. In well. Animating the dinosaurs is probably the harder part. Well, 
Uh, uh, yeah, well, uh, okay, yes. You well, get it? Uh, yeah. No, I don't. Reanimation from the oh, dead. Oh, reanimation. Oh, gosh, yes. No, I get it. Doing yes. great. We're doing great. This is one of those great episodes yeah, where I'm, we're totally I'm, on the same wavelength. I'm loving it. Now, the big question on everybody's mind is 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 where he's been. So in the middle of this uh, Montanan standoff in the in the saloon of uh, Butthole. Buttle. Buttle. Thank you Buttle very much. Montana. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he tells his, uh, his story. He was found after the Great Northern Stampede. Mm-hmm. By, by members of the, of the local Native American, uh, uh, population, the, yes. uh, uh, the Picani, known to the Europeans as the, as the, as the Blackfoot or the Blackfeet. Yeah. I didn't oh, know no. there were hobbits. No. <laughs> Oh, there's various, there's various theories, like they, they, they had like, uh, ceremonial fires that they'd run over and maybe okay. they could sit on their feet, or maybe they had, there were black leather soles on their shoes, mm. uh, who knows. But, like, the proper term is the, uh, Amscapi Picani. It's a, it's a, it's a tribe that, that, um, extends all the way up into, uh, into Alberta, mm. as many of these, yeah. uh, uh, people's territories always, always did they prior to. They don't carry about the 38th parallel. Certain mm. treaties that, uh, well, seemed to be important at one point, and then the American government and Canadian governments didn't, didn't always prioritize. No, there's like unfortunately a long tradition of treaty breaking. Uh, but so this is one of those 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 stories where uh, he is adopted into the tribe and and nursed back to health and and raised in their yes. in their ways. He knew about the, the the feud and he realized that uh, you know he was like probably better off like not coming back. Yeah, uh, assuming that, it, that his family was all deceased. Yeah, I mean, he pre, he saw some of his brothers and sisters being run over by this, being trampled, trampled over by, by the strikes. Might as well stay dead and like stop the feud from uh, from happening and uh, live a, like, and live a more fulfilling life among yes. the among the Pecani until he was. Um, well, he's okay. He's kind of discreet about it. He tries to present it as a as a as a more uh, philosophical sort of creative difference and parting of the ways. But uh, I, I believe it's quite clear that he was that he was ejected. So the 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 the, the Picani, their name um, refers to like I believe it means scabby robes, uh-huh. which you think is insulting, but it's not an insulting. It's an okay. uh, like like Inuit or something. I believe it was uh, eaters of raw meat. Like yeah. some of those were epithetical names. Yeah. But this is just like uh, uh, untanned hides were, okay. were used, and it was sort of like a it's like a, a smelly, isn't it? Yeah, but that was sort huh? of like a war name, oh, possibly okay. like a like yeah. a like a like a, a, a terrifying attire. But so these uh, these picani, the the scabby robes, um, rebranded our our hero uh, as scabby hood, yeah. which I think suggests that maybe he introduced STDs in their population. <laughs> <laughs> after, oh wow! After a twenty-year yeah. epidemic, they oh, finally man. realized, "Oh, it has been you." Oh, this was clearly not Jewish then. <laughs> off you go! Off, off, with the, has, oh, oh, off yes. you go! I don't think it makes much of a difference at that point anymore. But still, responsibility where it's due, and he's just been kicked out, and he's he's looking to find a place to live. The bar fight goes on, and left, like after the like the the combatants are hanging over the bar, panting, and like he's like, "Why are you even back? Why did you come back?" And he says, "Like I just want the old farm. I just want to live there. I want to. Uh, yeah. I don't want to rekindle the old frog pond feud. I just want to like sit there and like instead of like herd dinosaurs, I want to like raise frogs and like like yeah. st- uh, uh, start a little uh, frog leg restaurant here in town. At which point the pickets go like, "We love frog legs. We can't just can't can't get them to breed here. Thanks to the well." Turns out the potato mine effluent, but apparently cubic zirconium was pretty good for the local soil, and these problems very quickly resolved themselves so, in, a, in a in an incredibly amiable amiable fashion. And yes, like the closing scene is a is a is a big old hoedown, especially with Montana Daco- and D- Dakota, who are the biggest hoes on the town. Oh my god! <laughs> no. Um, 
I think there's there's even more hoes. Uh, uh, like Striker Renegade was one yeah, of my well, favourite hoes. Lobelia was a bit of a hoe as well, as, as I seem to recall. She's an octogenarian, but yes, well, I mean, she I mean, got back around. in the days. Back in the days, she was a madam running a running her house where uh, where Striker Renegade works and Kane Raider. So you'd think that these were cowboy names, but no, no these were all the uh, uh, the gigolos and uh, a toy uh, rampage uh, and Skylar Outlaw. It just sounds a bit like you know Falcon name. Studios. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of doesn't it? I'm sure that Mr. Brett Davis thought that he was writing down really yes. cool cowboy names, well, but he was writing male uh, porn stars. Especially names. Johnny Five Shot, who's also from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and... Re- renowned for his ability to reliably produce. He's very quick on the reload, yes. our Johnny Five Shot, but I think he even also uh, provides us with what is normally our, our biggest challenge. How do we rate this book... Out of Johnny's five shots, how do we rate Two oh. Tiny Claws by Brett Davis? Well, I think it was a masterpiece. It was, oh, it was great. I mean, I would give, personally give it four out of five shots, I, I suppose. I'm, I'm yeah. totally down in four out of five shots of steg, whatever that is. Yes, let's go with that. So what do we have in store for our readers next week? Yes. Uh, next week's book is by Lieutenant General Baden-Powell. Ooh. Scouting for boys. No, no. <laughs> that about covers it. Uh, thank you for joining us at Cover My Ass, where battling books are reviewed, but that one's not read. <laughs> it's next week's book. By yours truly, my name is Kathy. And I'm Kay. And remember, we only judge, judge a book by its cover. Light him up, round him up, shoot him down, try and stay in the room. Yes. I kind of want to be brought to store a steak.